Sokoyan Yamosoya Satamo Sokoi Haya Satamo Sashataya Hayamosokoyan Damosashata Diamosokayan Ramosashati. Let me stop right here. When we pray in our heavenly language, a lot of times we know that we pray what we ought not to pray. But we ought not to pray is in the natural because it's me praying for something that I'm not aware that my spirit want to tap into the kingdom and receive a download to release that reality here which is a miracle, which is a sign, which is a wonder so the purpose of speaking in our heavenly language is to really want to it's to really know it's a necessity it's to really know it's beneficial to grab from there to bring it here because he said here we live like there so we're going to live like it is there, here and that's how we live on earth as it is up there which is right here because it's inside of you as well up there hallelujah so when we speak in our heavenly language don't just see it as you know just something to do a hobby or you know a religious deed that's something that we know we're supposed to do and it just come out that way and we know when to have it to come out and we know when to make the noise make the shout make the holler make the scream make the dance make the hop make the leap make the joy make the sound of a triumph even no it's not any of that it's knowing that i'm going before god i'm going before god with a language he has given me due to having a blow book right was afforded unto me what i didn't have to do because i don't deserve anything but i know it's afforded unto me because i'm a child of god and he made a covenant with me way back before i was even here naturally so i'm gonna lift it up supernaturally what you said what you give it what you freely give it over to me then i'm gonna speak verbally back to you with your own love language See, no one in the kingdom speaks in tongues because they already say what they ought to say. So I taught myself naturally, how about I say what I ought to say naturally because I don't want to say what I should not say naturally and then allow the spirit to intercede for me. So what's that say about me being a new creature? In the way I think, in the way I feel, in the way I hear, in the way I perceive. So now I'm addressing it a lot different. How important it is to speak in a language that's bigger than anything earthly. If I desire a miracle over my life and your life, that's how I approach the throne. If I want some right now results, I approach the throne with his own words. I'm not going to approach him with words that are beneath him because he's only moved by what he says alone. See, we have to get to know him. If I come to God and ask him to do what he already done, that's me coming to him saying, can you do it instead of saying you already done it? So, Father, when it comes to this last portion today of physical, now he in the physical side of peace. We did mental, we did emotional, now it's physical. So now that all that's being said and done, now we're going to approach the throne right. Because now we're looking up and now our motivation is on a rise. And now our determination to be motivated is on a rise. Now my clarification is on a rise. Now my hunger on a rise. Now my fire is rising. Now I'm exercising authority, which is the might of God within me. Because he is my God. He is my provider. He is my way maker. He is the one who helps. He is the one who delivers. He is the one who saves. He is the one who uplifts. He he is the one who uphold. He is the one who bless. He is the one who redeem. He is the one who supply every need. He is my friend. He is who he say he is. He is the highest. He is the only. He is in control. He is able and ready to conform it. He is who he say exactly who he is. So now I'm about to approach it with you. See, I'm approaching it now with the audacity. 
that I know you hear me when I pray. See, God is looking for someone to use who he is, how he is, as almighty, back at him. See, every person who had a personal relationship always asked God about him regarding what they know he would do. Regarding saying what we know he wouldn't do. Just like Abraham. I'm not going to be scared to say, hold on, you just said something that you wouldn't do. So I know you shouldn't do it because I know you wouldn't do it. You wouldn't destroy the righteous with the wicked. That's not what God would do. You're right, Abraham. Ooh. Now you're talking to me with my own language. I love it. See, many of us are scared to approach the throne for real. He's almighty. He's God. He, he's going to think that I have some nerve to talk to him like that. No, it's okay because he already aware how you really feel. And what you really want. He's trying to have you to become mighty. You can't do mighty works without being mighty. And you can't release any might if you don't believe in the almighty. So I'm approaching the throne knowing, oh, it's done already. Oh, you already did this. And I'm about to see this. This thing come to pass. Because you said, I shall have, according to your will, I'm only speaking what you said you already done. So I'm not coming to you trying to get you to do. I'm coming to you reminding you what you already done. So this matter is about to be done with, away with. Back in the past. It's not in front of me. It's not ahead of me. It's not over me. It's beneath me. Because you said I'm above and never beneath. That means nothing is above me. Isn't that what you said, God? Didn't you say by his stripes, your son's stripes, you so love that you given him for us? Now, by his stripes, isn't that what you said? We were, not we are, or we're going are we going to keep being healed? No. You said we were. That's past tense. That means you're speaking from the finished work. That's what you said. You said I'm healed. You said I'm, you understand, untouched. Negatively. Because I've been touched. Supernaturally. Being touched by you, God. Being touched by you, Christ. Being touched by you, Holy Spirit. See, when we give our gifts to people to receive, we have to be very nurturing because Christ said, feed my sheep. He didn't say, have them to scatter away from me. He didn't say, tell them what you feel personally. He didn't say, judge them. He said, just feed. And my sheep know my voice. So you're just a vessel. You are used to allow me to be. So I can have them back to me. Because we keep seeming to do things on our own. Of our own. And it's causing people to run away from him. And not come and embrace him. See God never told no one. Yes leave church. Don't come back. You don't have to take that attitude. You don't have to take that prejudgmental attitude. You don't have to take that sarcasm. You don't have to take that on a job. Yeah they pay you less. Yeah don't go. They take off too much, you take off too. They didn't give you your money back that you kindly lend it to them? Yeah, cut them off. Yeah, take those pills and believe.
believe in me to heal you. Yes, go ahead. Yeah, take communion. Yeah, believe in the blood. Believe in the body. Yeah, you go right ahead and still hold on to that report. Yeah, you go ahead. You go right ahead and claim my name. Proclaim my name and still say another name beside mine because you have that name equal with mine in your heart. Go right ahead. I'm still going to bless you. I'm still going to multiply you. I'm still going to sanctify you. I still redeemed you. I still restored you. But you go right ahead. Yeah, go ahead and have a temper. You're working on it. Yeah, write down what you want me to do. You're going to get it. Yeah, treat people how you feel you should treat them. I'm still going to bless all of you. I'm still going to give all of you. I'm still walking with all of you. See, healing is not in words. Healing is in the heart. So I'm not moved. You're not moved by words. Sticks and stones cannot even break my bones. Because laughter is good for them. So the joy of the Lord is my strength. That's the attack that we shut the devil up with. Is the joy. That's the greatest weapon that we have is laughter. And it comes with joy. God never said any other fruit is a source of our strength. But joy. He never said count it all love saints. Count it all self-control even. Count it all joy. When you fall into diverse temptations. That means very opportunities that's trying to rob you. Count it all joy. Because I got you. See, we have to know that he got us. See, we can't think, okay, maybe it's just happening to me. I'm saying all I need to say, but it's still going on. I'm a living witness. They can tell you you're going to die, but you have to tell you you're going to live. And a lot of times we entertain the going to die too much and not entertaining and not receiving the I'm going to live. See, that's what we need to do. The people that are free from illnesses is not because the doctor made a mistake. It's because Satan made one. And because you called them out on it and you're going to stand on what God has done, then you're going to see that mistake remain one. The doctor's only doing what they are educated naturally to do. Just like if I work at a bank, I'm good with counting. You're not going to hire me there if I'm not good with counting, with numbers. So they're good with medicine. So the first thing they're going to do is prescribe what they're taught to prescribe due to every disease they had to really research, study, and be quizzed on.
it's not them who's giving you bad news. It's the devil trying to attack you. Now we went over the physical, excuse me, the mental side of being disturbed, the emotional side of feeling no peace, being disturbed. Now here's the physical side because it first starts mentally, then emotionally. Now there goes the body. Your body going to respond to what you think and feel. Many people right now are gray without even supposing to be gray. Why? Because we be stressing out. Stress, it doesn't just age you, it kills you. Stress will kill. That's the outcome of that quote unquote illness. Many people walking around with AIDS and claiming AIDS in their 40s, in their 30s, 50s, wearing a diaper because they can't control their bladder or their bowels because the affection is to shut their immune system down and nothing you can earthly do about it. And it comes by being transmitted. But whatever's transmitted can be transformed into what you say it is. There are many people today who had AIDS and it's AIDS free, who had cancer, cancer free, had heart murmurs, murmur free. Do you understand? Someone told me my son had heart murmurs when he was born. Oh, the devil is a liar. I didn't even know what it was. What is it? Little holes in your heart? Oh, come on, for real? Not mine. Not mine. See, you have to make a sacrifice. Because I'm going to tell you like this. This is my testimony. It belongs to me. I'm not going to give it to you in a sense of you have to do what I did. It's up to you to receive what Holy Spirit wants you to do with it. I was big on horoscopes. I just thought that, you know, that's a way of God talking to me. So, you know, it's to embrace that you're not going to die because no matter what, you think or you feel it's going to become whatever it is. And you have to be the one to put a stop to it. I can't put a stop for you. That in case many people would still be here because others had put a stop to what was attacking them physically. It takes what you going to say, what you believe so many people been told that they're going to die or that they have something or that their body's trouble and then they go back and it's not.
you know, it's nothing but the enemy trying to get you to agree so he can destroy you and get you up out of here as quick as possible. Because he know what you're about to do. See, when it comes to being an author, the things God had me to do, it raised eyebrows. Because I did everything that an earthly author would never do. For one, I didn't go around marketing the book. I didn't go around, you know, even though I have, you know, the coverage of New York bestseller. I didn't even go to New York to even market the book. I didn't go anywhere that came with the package for me to go and market the book for more sales. Because the publishing company is set up to get a profit, whether you are, uh, you know, self-publisher or not. And I'm a self-publisher because I wanted all my royalties, but there's no such thing as you get all yours and you're getting things that's done from a company. It's not your own hand built from the ground up. No, it's you receiving somebody else's services that they're releasing onto you. So they're going to get a profit off of it regardless. Point blank. I don't care if it's 10%. I don't give us 3%. They're getting a profit. So if you don't go out there and market the book, they're going to be very upset because you're not helping them gain more money in their pockets. And God just told me, write the book, release the book, walk away from the book. Whoever get the book, they get the book. It's there. It's there. Why he say do it like that? Because he said it. I started the book on a plane. I went in the bathroom and God began to talk to me on a plane. And I've written it down. He told me how many pages, the name of it, and what to do. See, the book is like an everyday encounter. It's like each day it tells you by each, you know, chapter what to embrace. It's more like a daily, you know, daily bread. But in a sense of a book form. You understand? And I just thank God about it. It was just about being a help to all people. Everybody can benefit from just being expiring. So when it comes to writing something down. And you have a good purpose to what you're starting to write. The devil going to hate that because... There are many people that need to hear what you have to say, especially if you're testifying. Now, we can do, you know, fiction or nonfiction or fantasy, you know, horror. It doesn't matter, drama. But if you're really testifying your novel, people are going to really gravitate to it because there are many who are going through or know somebody Who's going through or been through what you are testifying. Now, if I've written a book about alcoholism and just titling it, any kind of title, how I got started on alcohol or, you know, drinking without thinking, stuff like that. People are going to pick that up. There was a book called The Coldest Winter Ever. Another drama novel that many people were gravitating to. But what do you have to say 
to society. Don't let the devil rob you of that. If I wrote a book about, you know, depression didn't win this time. No time. Not now, not ever. People are going to really want that. No more depression for me. Or what it's like growing up in the hood. How about growing up without a dad earthly? Not fatherless because I know about fatherhood. You understand? You're not a thug. You're not a crackhead. That heroin is not it for you. Do you know what that would do if we had a book sale and people saw those titles? Woo, God. You don't have to strip on that pole. That's not you. Or you can speak streets. That ain't you. Wow, that ain't me. Food stamps to food banks. Don't play. Guns to glory. Come on, someone. Stress to streaming. Cancer to casting out. Death to demanding. Handicap to handing out. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Drugs, slugs, thugs with mugs. Xed out. The old me history X. How about a title I thought wrong? And imagine what picture can be at the front of that book. I thought wrong. One version of you who you thought you were and a version of you as to who you are now. Hmm. Do you understand? Terminal disease is terminated. Mm. No peace to perfect peace. Money doesn't control me. Mm. Giving back to society. Imagine that as a picture on the front of a book, a magazine. You understand? The devil going to attack your body if you let him.
You're not fighting for your life because your life is not yours. Christ already came to deal with that for you. So all you have to do is say what he said and believe him. That's the problem. We don't believe him. It's like that pain supersedes the name. The paper supersedes the purpose. The diagnosis supersedes the determination. You are authorized to exercise authority. You are dominate. You are dominant, excuse me, to dominate. You are dominant to dominate. Kingdom means king, ruler, dumb, dominion. You're created to rule and dominate. Don't be a king and be dumb. We got broken up. It's one word kingdom. You think God going to have someone receive a report and they're free and healed because they believe and yet you going to go home and die? No, that means you got to believe too. So how about you connecting some people who've been free from what you're going through? You don't have to tell everybody if you don't want to. If I stood up and said, anybody here been told they're going to die, stand up. Move! Go! Somebody's standing up. Somebody's standing up. Because you're at desperate mode. you in desperate mode. I need all the help I can get. I don't care. My life is at stake. But it's not because Christ laid his life down. Because his was at stake. We don't have to redo what he already done. Thank God it only take him to do it once. Because I wouldn't even want to see him do that again. Imagine him doing it every time we forget that he done that already. And he got to do it again. I thank God it only takes him to do something one time. I thank God that every thought that he has is a promise. He think promises. He blink promises. He, everything that he does, it shall too. It is so. And you are the is so. So say what he said by saying so. Enough is enough here. You want to receive that or you don't? You want your body to keep hurting or you don't? Joint pain when it's raining outside? Yeah, right. Me just say, you know what? When it rained, my bones going to ache because I have arthritis. I hurt my bones. I twist my ankle too many times. Let me tell you something. I twist the same ankle over 13 times to the point the bone's about to stick outside of my doggone leg. The last time I twisted, I was in a real bad argument and I stepped out of a truck and I missed a step. I stepped too close when it actually was further away and I twisted my ankle so bad I couldn't even walk and you can see that it was you know 
really bruised to the point it looked cracked, Quenisha. And if you don't have it patched up, where it could be in a you know solid in a firm place to heal, it's going to take longer because you're still moving it around and not giving it rest to heal. And I was like, wow. I was a bend, you understand, with all kinds of pins in my daggone ankle. Yeah, right. So what I said, what God said, I begin to love on my ankle. Forgive me for just being careless. I appreciate you for what you do to have me to travel and preach the good news. See, when I begin to love on my ankle and take better care of it, everything that was coming against it left. See, the devil was trying to attack my left side, my left hand, my left arm, because I was right, I mean, I was left-handed. He attacked that arm four or five times. And guess what the good thing about it is? God always used that very thing to cause you to be much more better because you're prospering. Now I write with both hands. Because <laughs> I had to use the right with the right hand because the left hand, I could, it was cast up. And I wasn't going to have my foot cast up. So I just tried to let it heal on its own, which took a long time. Do I have any problems? No. Am I dancing? Yes. People say you better look forward to your knees hurting when you get older. Who knees? Who back? Who going to be hunchback? Who going to, you know, be dim in their sight? Who? Methuselah was 969 years old without glasses. You better stop playing. And we leave here the average, you know, age is like 100. You mean to tell me? If you can live, you understand. 869 days more without glasses, without a hunchback, without a wheelchair. You better stop playing. Hallelujah. So all that physical pain... Keep having headaches and migraines and eye aches and ear aches and heart aches and you understand? Stomach aches. Body's not functioning right. Many of us can't even use the bathroom. Eating all this food and it don't even come out. Why drink water and your urine's still strong? What's going on with the kidneys? Because it cleans out the body from all the toxins. So if I'm using the bathroom and it's still strong. If my skin is being irritated, what's going on? If my hair keeps falling out, what's going on? If my bones aching, if my knees, oh Lord. Because look what we say. See, I could go on a Daniel fast without even... Fasting naturally. I go on a Daniel fast spiritually. Because the purpose of this fast is for us to make an example. Because we are Christ-like. We are the children of God. We're not going to look like the ways of the world. See, we're doing that right now. Uh-huh. You already live in a Daniel fast. But your posture, your mannerism, and the way you walk and talk and move, it has to come alongside with it. And it's called being spiritually fit for the kingdom. So before I release you, we agree with your mindset, 
your emotional set, your physical set, regarding your mindset, that it be reset. Hallelujah. I love you. Reset. Now, I love you.